0: Episode 2, The First Resistance. This episode is brought to you by Honour. Sometimes, it gets in the way. Martin Luther was born in 1483 in a town called Eisleben in what is in the northeast of today's Germany. He was raised by two very hard-working parents of peasant stock. They, and in particular his father, were very ambitious and determined that Luther would attain the best possible education for someone of their class. They apparently realized early on that he was highly intelligent and already had Luther's life laid out for him. He would get an education and become a jurist, pretty much a lawyer. From there, he would make a prosperous marriage, elevating his family up the social scale. In doing all of this, of course, he would be able to look after his parents in their old age. His old man was pretty old school, and when Luther became a master of arts, his father began addressing him with the formal German "Sie" rather than the informal "Du." This showed the prevalence that his father put on education. So you can see how restricting this may have been for any young person, having their life and world set out for them, their path determined by their parents and the Church, both the physical and the spiritual destinies pre-known. The various schools that Luther was sent to by his terribly hard-working parents, they were all Church-run. There he would learn both spoken and written Latin and Greek, but Latin was the language of the Church and of the official Bible. Knowing it meant being able to directly read the Word of God. Luther also played music, and though sometimes Luther, and dare I say it Lutherans, are seen sometimes as somewhat dour, most sources actually speak of Luther's charisma, his wit, his intelligence. So he was a smart fella. But he also suffered serious and regular bouts of depression. He, he obviously thought a lot, and the troughs of his mood would affect him greatly. Roland Bainton, who, who wrote one of the seminal books on Luther in the 1940s, Here I Stand, he described it as quote, the malaise of existence intensified by religion. End quote. The church sold fear, and it sold hope, and it provided a structure for dealing with both of those things. But for someone who could not reconcile their thoughts and their feelings with this, it must have been quite torturous. I think an important aspect of Luther's coming resistance to the Pope, who was the Church, is that it was not his first resistance. Over his life, he would gradually climb the scale of rebellion, without probably ever having a clue where it was taking him. His first rebellion, of recorded import that is, was against his father and his mother. This is fairly commonplace nowadays and perhaps it was then too however luther's whole upbringing at home school and in society had been geared towards reverence to the church and the fifth commandment the fifth most important thing that god thought humans ought to know was honor thy father and thy mother so luther had been raised to be this prosperous lawyer who would elevate his family up this social scale and ensure the well-being of his parents through their old age. But here you've got a highly intelligent, thoughtful young man who obviously could not reconcile himself with such a predetermined fate. And in the end, the world would get one less lawyer. Luther was struck by lightning. While walking home one day from school, he got caught in a storm and he was hit. Now, for this point in time and this place in the world... If you were looking to script an act that would most appear to look like God's work, lightning would be a bloody good choice. And this blows my mind when I think about it, and it makes it most troubling about trying to understand people from the past. I see a bolt of lightning. I have grown up in a world where I can depend on a a systematically built knowledge structure that can help me understand what lightning is. But science, as we know it, did not exist in Luther's time and place. Now, I'm no meteorologist, thankfully, so if you ask me what lightning is, I would not be able to answer exactly, but I might mumble something about static electricity, storms, this or that. I would look at reason to try and discern an answer, but failing that, which I would, for sure. I still have reason to trust that the information is out there within this structure. I can access it, and I can trust it. More importantly, I know that people exist who specialize in that knowledge, which is based on a scientific method, and the scientific method as we know it today is a much, much more reliable way of gaining understanding about things like lightning bolts than anything Luther and his contemporaries had access to. However, their society, I think, as a whole had a much better out when it came to things they could not understand scientifically. At this time and place, everything was caused by God, so actually understanding something scientifically was much of a muchness, as regardless of your understanding, it was still caused by God. So our young, intelligent, thoughtful to the point of depression 22-year-old whose whole life had been planned out for him gets hit by a sign from God. It's somewhat apocryphal, but Luther stated it later, and it has become a part of the legend. That as he struggled on the ground, having been struck by this sign from God, he shouted out, help me, St. Anne, I will become a monk, which is not something people say very often these days. But what must he have been thinking, this young Martin Luther, as he's sort of writhing on the ground, what must he have been feeling, besides, of course, you know the residual effects of having been struck by what was, you've got to argue, this has to have been one of the most historically influential lightning bolts on the record. I mean, imagine if Luther had not been hit by God. Imagine if he'd never become a monk, but instead followed his path and become a lawyer. It's an interesting question as well. Would Luther have become more or less hated as a lawyer than he would become as a religious reformer? Anyway, I ask, what would he be feeling? Because... Surely this was not some random exclamation. I mean, surely he must have already entertained thoughts of going against his parents and indeed of becoming a monk. I would say the same if he had shouted out that he would become a baker. He must have been thinking of becoming a baker. Perhaps, of course, though, I could be very wrong with that. The monastery maybe just provided a a more reliable, uh, sudden path to dealing with uncertainty, and it's an uncertainty that he must have been feeling. For sure, he had been thinking about his role in the world. This was a thoughtful, intelligent young man prone to depression. He must have been thinking about what path he was on, whether that path was what he wanted. And of course, it's speculative, but it makes sense. He must have been torn about the thought of going against his parents' wishes and everything they had worked so hard to achieve for him. Now, perhaps, as that lightning bolt was a sign from God, maybe it just was enough to override any commandment about honouring his parents. Whatever Luther was thinking as he cried out to St. Anne, it is impossible to really know. Luther's thoughts on it were recorded in his later years, but by his devoted and his biased students, and at a time when he was firmly entrenched in his position as Luther the Protestant rebel, Luther the Protestant cannot be relied upon to tell us objectively about Luther the Catholic. But he did say he cried out to St Anne, and he was definitely still full-mode Catholic. He would be for a while yet, but it seems that the seeds of rebellion here had been sown. Not a rebellion in his beliefs as yet, but rebellion in his character. This moment where Luther put himself on his own path demonstrates so clearly how radical a path that would become. This is from Bainton, quote, the man who thus called upon a saint was later to repudiate the cult of saints. He who vowed to become a monk was later to renounce monasticism. A loyal son of the Catholic Church, he was later to shatter the structure of medieval Catholicism. End quote. Luther had undertaken his first resistance, this one against his parents. In the next episode, we begin to set the context— Forty seconds.